good. Julia Misbehaves, everybody. Okay. 1948. I have never heard of this movie. I have never heard of, well, I've heard of Cesar Romero and Elizabeth Taylor, but I have never Cesar heard of Cesar Romero's in it? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Why are you freaking out about that? She's He's the first him. Joker! His birthday was like two days ago. Really? Yeah. I love like the random shit you guys know. In a world. In a world. In a world. Where tomorrow's blockbusters reign. And yesterday's classics are forgotten. Three women intend to remember. Hey everyone. Welcome to Millennials at the Movie House, the podcast where your average jeans watch older movies and answer the question we put to ourselves, are they still relevant and should we still be watching them today? I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And today we are talking about Julia Misbehaves. It's 1948, directed by Jack Conway and written by a bunch of people. A bunch of people. <laughs> William Ludwig, Harry Ruskin, Arthur Wimperis, Gina Laus, Moncton Hoff, and it's based on a novel called The Nutmeg Tree by Marjorie Sharp. <sighs> okay. The I wonder I love if she nutmeg. helped like, write the screenplay. I think she would also get a credit for that on top of okay. written you know, novel oh, I see. by. Okay. Um, okay. Quick synopsis. Tracy, go. <laughs> oh, damn it. Every, Every time. time. <laughs> I'm like surprised. <laughs> I, I knew you weren't ready. <laughs> You wait until I'm like looking up. Like I didn't warn you or anything. No. No. All right. No, she likes that that surprise aspect. I yeah, it does. It adds to it. But you would think at this point it would. Okay. So, it's actually a very simple movie. It was very charming and sweet and short. So, a chorus girl past her prime is gets a letter from her long lost daughter that her daughter's getting married. And we learned that she was, she basically left the baby with the baby daddy, her husband and continued on being a showgirl. Mm -hmm. We learned that she's kind of manipulative, bad with money. And she's like, but she's my daughter. I have to go. She goes kind of gets involved with a guy on the way to yeah. the wedding. And um, he fell for her beauty. Yep. He, he and, and basically he thinks that they're engaged. Mm -hmm. So she arrives at the house and kind of like inserts herself into their life and, you know, gets in the wedding and realizes that Susan doesn't really love her soon to be her fiance. And then there's, you know, Susan, the daughter, the Susan's daughter. And then Julia, who is the, the chorus girl, uh, kind of has mishaps and kind of falls in love with her husband again. Like a rekindling, yeah. if you will. Although there was some planning going on there. Oh yeah. All of it was like a very like, um, angles. it was a, it was a rom-com. It was, you know, hilarity ensued in different areas. And yeah, I, I was yeah. laughing. Yeah. There was, was a lot of, there was a lot of, there were, there were like two or three points where the three of us really like burst out laughing, burst out laughing. Yeah. It was funny. It was, it was pretty good. So you said um, when we first started watching it, Tracy, that it was a uh, like a romance that you requested. Oh yeah, uh, Betsy was like, "What do we want to watch?" And I wanted because we came off something very dark, mm -hmm. and I wanted something light. Mm -hmm. So yeah, why 
Did you pick this one, Bets? Oh, so, you picked it. Yeah. I did pick it. Well, I, I picked the genre. I okay. asked Tracy, like, you know, what what haven't we covered in a while? Let's, you know, change it up a little bit. So she said romance, and I said, okay. And I <laughs> went looking, and I found a list on Letterboxd. Anybody who doesn't, like, know what Letterboxd is, go look it up. It's good stuff. Free it's app. like free. It's like Goodreads good reads for, for movies. movies. Yeah. Wow, jinx. <laughs> Cousins are here. <laughs> Uh, and there was a list of like all musicals. And at the bottom, there was a comment from somebody else who was like, oh, I love that you had Greer Garson on there. And I was like, I have never, literally never heard the name Greer Garson, who's Julia in this movie. Like anyway. Greer the cheese? Greer. Greer. Greer Garson. I'm like, wait, hold on. Oh, never mind. Greer. Greer. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were saying like that Gourier cheese. Whatever that was. Gourier. 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 Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, I anyway. <laughs> She's like, no, I actually don't. <laughs> so I ended up on her filmography and long story short, long story long, we ended up with Julia Misbehaves. So. It's funny because she was a solid actress. I She's really liked good. her. She was, she was good. But you're right. When you said her name just now, I was like, who? No idea who she is. Yeah. No. Uh, no. I did mention her name to my mom, though. And my mom was like, oh, yeah, Greer Garson. I'm oh, like, all right. oh, okay. okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe just it's a name a... that we should know. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. That apparently has She's definitely been talented. lost into obscurity. I think the thing that, because the more and more I saw her name, the more and more I was like, she looks, the, the name sounds a little familiar. And I couldn't tell if it was just because I had been hearing it. But then I realized she was in the 1940 version of Pride and Prejudice. Oh. And I think that they, that may have been the one thing that kind of like spanned, like people still watch that yeah. movie. Yeah. So that might be one of the, one of the few things mm. that people still know her for. Yeah. She um, definitely had a, fam- like kind of a familiar face. Mm. She, she she could did. sing, she could dance, she could act. Comedy. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. she was really funny. So, I mean, I think she was pretty talented. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, I didn't run through the actors. So it's oh. Greer Garson, Walter Pidgeon. Apparently this was the fifth out of eight films that they were in together. Oh, no kidding. Uh, Peter Lawford, Elizabeth Taylor. Young Elizabeth Taylor. She was 16 in this. And Cesar Romero. I love Cesar Romero. <laughs> That's it's who funny. Fred was. So okay, the re- yeah. the, I immediately knew who Betsy was talking about because uh, I, I didn't know what movie we were watching until about you know two hours ago. Mm-hmm. And I think you were surprised I knew who he was. Yeah. And I was like, of course, he is the Joker from Batman. And I love him. Yeah. Of course, that was a little bit – he was a little bit older. It, this was in the 60s, and this movie was in the 40s yeah, correct 48. it was filmed in the 48 yeah mm-hmm. and he has the iconic mustache mm-hmm. in batman he refused to shave his mustache so they would put makeup right over it and it was kind of like his iconic thing and in this he does have a mustache he wasn't in it as much as i wanted him to be because no. he's a he's yeah. a good funny character he was but it's another fun fact about caesar romero is that he was in like over 200 plus movies mm-hmm. And he is still known for Batman. Is that his, like, that is his Breakout, breakout movie? His, not his breakout, but Big it movie. was just It's iconic. so iconic. It's so yeah. iconic because that's what people know him And from. now that the Joker has been done a million yeah. times, everyone knows that that's the that, original. Yeah. 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 He's definitely really animated. Mm. I, I mm-hmm. There were a couple of things. I don't he was, know. like, uh, um, twirling around on the deck. He did something, and I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. There it is. There mm-hmm. he is. Well, and he did. Was that real? The little stunt moves he was doing on the ship deck? I don't, I don't know, know if all of them were, but 
I mean, he, he literally just like floated. Well, and he, he really floated was. Away. He was the base man in the in the acrobat. Like they were doing pyramids and stuff. He really was doing that stuff. Yeah. So he had physical talent. So was the postcard with him in the nude <laughs> real? Was that really his body the with the spray tan? Um, I yeah, yeah, I bet that it was because yeah. yeah. that was a pretty solid. Like that was like a Arnold in training, <laughs> you know. Bod. He had the arms, Tracy. I was actually looking at like the whole I mean, Dorito shapes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to be. Just now I know what the Dorito shape means. <laughs> it means the back. Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, how did everyone like it? I was laughing <laughs> like pretty much question. 60% of the It movie. was good. It was good. It was light and fun, which I kind of wanted. Mm-hmm. That did, however, make it hard to be critical with mm. because it was just... That's what it was. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be light mm-hmm. and fun. There was no deep meaning to anything. Mm-hmm. It was the rom-com of the late 40s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. It was. I mean, that that was how it was advertised was, you know, Which a rom-com. It, yeah. yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. I was like cracking up. I know I already said that, but there were some funny scenes. Uh, so, well then, in that case, let's just jump right into our favorite parts. Somebody else go first. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Tracy, you you gotta you worked hard right. for it. I yeah. did she work hard. She worked hard, hard for the lines. <laughs> I'm gonna do some runner ups. Oh, okay. Oh, so. well, yeah, but that would take some. Oh, fine, go ahead. What if one of ours? Yeah, wait a minute. Is do you want me to go last? Yeah, go last. Yeah, you All go right. last. Yeah. Serena, you go first. All right, I won't take the scroll then. Um, <laughs> I won't take the scroll then. All right, I should have just jumped. Okay, so. One of the funniest scenes, and I actually didn't, I didn't write down the other ones, but um, one of the funniest scene was the, that acrobat chorus scene, the playing with fire song, mm-hmm. um, the part where she is trying to get away, the guys are trying to swoop, swoop, whatever, like get her into the pyramid or whatever pyramid, and she's like trying to get away, but also maintain her like singing and, mm-hmm. and smiling face and not, you know. And then, like, at the end, she's, like, hanging on the curtain mm-hmm. to get away from them. And I was, I don't know why that was just so funny. It was just, like, one of those things that stood out to me. It was, like, yeah. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yep. That moment. She's, like, getting away from. That moment when she's hanging from the curtain, I, like, immediately <laughs> brought to mind Lucille Ball. That was such a Lucille Ball moment. Yeah. Oh, I love Lucy, rather, yep. moment. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Carol Burnett. Yes. Yep. Yes. Very Carol Burnett. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was my favorite scene. Good job. That was I good. mean, it was just like so animated. Um, the acrobatic moves were on point. Mm-hmm. Her singing was, there wasn't anything out of tune, thank God. That leads into my favorite part, which is actually the acrobats in general. Mm-hmm. They were very clearly acrobats as professionals. Like that's their job. Yeah. And they basically just filmed them doing their act. Mm-hmm. And I, we, I feel like we don't get that anymore. We get either actors who get stunt doubles who can do it it was natural it wasn't it was real it was real yeah i was like like acting in its most raw form mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. you know because they weren't they weren't know, acting that yeah, was their right. show that was you their know show. yeah like as, as soon as i saw them like doing this stuff on the ship and like whatever i was thinking there's n- there's no stunt doubles here like this is no, real no. Right. like talent yeah. real actual talent mm-hmm. so I, I said when I was watching it, I, I like the, bur- not the burlesque, the, the vaudeville. vaudeville. I mm-hmm. like those kind of, it's like America's Got Talent type mm-hmm. of thing where you see different acts and, and the amazing abilities of other people. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah America, yeah, that's a good show. I, whenever that's on, I'm like sucked in. 
It's just okay. like mesmerizing okay. almost, you know? All right. Mm-hmm. So all right, all right. That Tracy was... can go now. <laughs> all right, fine. I did. I have the curtain scene, specifically the curtain scene. Yeah. It was funny up until then, and then it it like went uh, like one more step above. It leveled that up. Was gr- it did. It leveled up, and it was hu- it was good. I have just Cesar Romero because I love him. He wasn't, like I said, he wasn't in it all that much, but he was good. Mm-hmm. I also liked the scene with Richie in the paintings. There was, with yeah. him and uh, William, they were, it was a good rapport. Mm-hmm. They had a good relationship and Richie was like walking on all the furniture because he's making yeah. these paintings and everything. So they, that was funny. Oh yeah, It was a good was way to introduce too. Richie. Yes. Yeah, it was very endearing. Yes. I'm glad... Not like obviously spoiler alert. Everyone's already better have seen the movies. Um, I was like a little nervous at first on how that whole Richie, yeah, thing was gonna play out because she kind of started talking about it kind of towards the middle ish, and and I'm like, what do you mean? Right, like, thinking he's like staying on premise and like taking advantage of yeah. a 16 year old girl. So I started getting this like nervous vibe, you yeah. know, my nervous nanny vibe. Yeah, and then it just ended up being they actually both were secretly in love with each other and she was trying to deny it, whatever. I put that in the next section, which we can talk about more, but it was, but she was never, she wasn't overt with her emotions and I wasn't picking up on the subtle cues that apparently Julia picked up on. So yeah. Yeah. I'll, we'll talk about that later. However, My favorite part, and this was one of the main ones where all three of us, so I shouldn't claim it just for myself. I just always get the lines for some reason. And you did all the work getting the line. I had to rewind it like four times, but that's fine. Um, It was this dialogue between William and Julia talking about, about being at the wedding. And William says, after all these years, how am I going to explain to my friends the sudden appearance of a wife? She goes... Don't tell them I'm your wife. What? He says. Tell them you picked me up in Paris in a bar. A good bar. I was wearing sables and I was with a Maharaja. Oh, be reasonable. Oh, very well. Then it was a cheap bar and I was wearing squirrel and I was with the second lieutenant. <laughs> and hilarious. Just, it's the step down. It was. It was. It was like, fine. You wanted to be reasonable? Then it was the, I'm wearing squirrel, and I'm at the second new lieutenant. It was just, I don't it know. The, it was yeah. the And it was well delivered. And mm. it was just well-timed, and you could tell that they They like had it, a rapport. Right. Like it or not, they had chemistry. Mm-hmm. He was cute still. Like, it wasn't... He was. I don't know he how was long, adorable. I don't know how long... And anytime you tell me that there is, um, like, Fred and Ginger... Mm-hmm. Where there's multiple movies with two specific oh, actors. Yeah. Whenever you say that, I'm like, they're, um, what's the word? Chemistry. Chemistry and acting chem- and just must be like amazing. Okay. That's, I love cats. Everybody had good favorites. Good job, everybody. Yay. Thanks. You're welcome. And that's where my notes end. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. Uh, yes and bye. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies, please remove your hats and silence your cell phones. Aspects that did and did not age well. I think it was kind of a timeless story. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep, that's what I have. Love versus security, money, etc. I think the most obvious thing, because you both mentioned it, mentioned it already, is the Richie kissing thing. Where mm-hmm. he just... It's not so much when he kissed her during the rehearsal dinner. It was when Susan was talking to her mother about him just randomly kissing her and keep kissing her, even though she wanted him to stop type mm-hmm. thing. 
and we kind of assume, because I think we want to think the best of Richie, mm -hmm. that it was mutual, mm -hmm. but I think the pressure put on by her grandmother that she needs to settle with. We actually never see, there is we no, never meet we never the meet guy. the fiance, yeah. <laughs> but I think, I I think, think he's well to do and she's been raised as a lady, so she can't possibly fall in love with, he's basically the help. Right. But so, it, that, that never would have passed nowadays because what we were saying before, which is she never gave an indication, even a subtle, quiet indication that she wanted to be with Richie. Yeah. Until the until the kiss with um, Macintosh, like the yes. the post Macintosh kiss. So, Macintosh is the bear, but yeah, <laughs> it took me a couple times to get that. When they had mentioned, I'm like, oh, I know exactly. <laughs> well, because I think that the indicator for Julia was Susan saying we took walks together and we, you know, they hung out together a lot, and then you know, blah blah. blah. Whereas nowadays, like. Yeah, they can be friends. Right. They, she just wanted a friend. That's, yeah. you know, there's there's a difference there. Yeah. The fiance was obviously gone, busy, away, yeah. whatever, working something. I, like, I yeah. wouldn't have been surprised if at one point Susan was like, oh, I haven't met him yet. <laughs> you know, like, right. yeah. that's how absent he was. And arranged. It was, yeah. I mean, it's the, I think it was the day and age. You yeah. didn't have friends of the opposite sex. Oh, yeah. True. Because, oh, very true. Because walking was. Right. That was your date. That yeah. was a flirtation. That well, was there a... were a couple moments where the expectation was the if there was a man and woman talking, they had been introduced by somebody before. You can't just go up and talk to somebody of the opposite sex. It's not That's allowed. right. In the beginning, she said, I can't believe you came in here and we haven't even been introduced. Right. Right. What year did you say this was placed? And I know it was 1936. 40. Oh, okay. But still. Yeah. Uh, okay, anything else that did or did not age well? So going back to Susan for a second, she was a completely passive character. She made very little decisions for herself, complete innocent, almost two-dimensional because she was kind of just there to aid Julia's development. Yes. Which is okay, but I feel like she could have gotten a little bit more there, and Elizabeth Taylor totally has the ability to do that. That, yes. And actually, I... Let's go off of that. We just came off of watching Night Watch, mm. which is an adult Elizabeth Taylor. Oh. So it was awesome to see her mm. in this kind of at the beginning of her career. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she definitely had the chops to do it. Yeah. Chops. Having said that though, they like they did give her a happy ending. They kind of, I mean, she got like permission to go elope, and but she did. She mm -hmm. did it. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. But you she are did. right. She was more of a tool than a mm -hmm. character, but mm -hmm. that's fine. Another thing that I feel like didn't quite age well was the way Julia manipulated men. That was my next point. I actually didn't write that down, but had it in my head. Main characters, if they're going to be manipulative, they still have to be manipulative of bad people. She wasn't quite a redeemable character. Right. That's, yeah. She, like, even at the beginning, I was like, it's called Julia misbehaves. And yes, she misbehaves, but she still wants to be... Sympathetic. sympathetic. Remorse. You still want to be sympathetic towards her. And mm -hmm. she's the, he, she's the, you know, unsung hero or whatever. Mm -hmm. But she wasn't. There was times yeah. where I was like, even towards the end, I was like, I still kind of don't like her. Except for the fact that we learn that he told her that he didn't love her anymore. I was just going to say that. Mm -hmm. I was going to so say that's the only thing that kind of gives it a little right, he didn't. He never denied that. So mm -hmm. I believe that that did happen. Right, because when when that when that initially came out, I was like, oh, it was probably his mother who like coerced him into that's, saying that. Yeah. But that was never mentioned. I thought that's how 
at the end at the cabin, I thought they would end up going back into the cabin and he would have this like last profession of love mm -hmm. saying, I always loved you. My mother said you were not good. And then when you left, it mm -hmm. became harder or something, mm -hmm. you know, I wanted that one last clincher that mm -hmm. yes, they do belong together and they're going to be fine. Right. But I feel like in another week, they're going to have an argument. And she's going to take off because right. Not even Susan's there anymore. Literally, the only reason William is in love with her again is because she's in the same house as her. Right. I have one more note on mm -hmm. female manipulation about not aging well. And she kind of used her feminine wiles to mm -hmm. get what she wanted. I had made a, a comment mm -hmm. earlier that I was like, well, they kind of had to, to mm -hmm. not just getting the money, but to get William to set up the whole picnic thing. Mm -hmm. To get, instead of her saying we're doing this you had to convince the man that it was his idea to do this right mm -hmm. and that's a very common thing without seeming like the woman is in charge she's able to control the situation mm -hmm. which i thought is very you know of mm -hmm. the time not to mention she was 17 years old right oh when she had when she yeah. had when she Susan. had yeah. And as a 17-year-old, I mean, you're still a child. You're mm -hmm. practically a child. I mean, you're a teen and you think you're invincible in this. But 17 back in the 30s, wow. Like, okay, fine. Mary didn't have a kid. But for him to come back from the war or whatever and tell her at, who knows, like a couple years later, maybe she's like 19 or 20. Yeah. Mm. Even then, she feels like she has no choice. Mm, like, yeah. this is my only option. He's telling me he doesn't love me, short of throwing me out on the sidewalk. Here, like, thanks for the kid. See ya. I'm the one with the money. You don't get any alimony. You don't get your kid. Nothing. Nowadays, I feel like that wouldn't really fly. But it still happens. But back in the 30s, I feel like it was even the harder. didn't have any. Yeah. Right. And if they had framed it like that, where we knew that at the beginning, and we we knew that about her character, we would have given her so much so much more allowance yeah, and like to be manipulated for, yeah. and yeah. to do whatever she had to do in her life to get to survive yeah so she, yeah survival mode is pretty much what she was thrown yeah. into mm -hmm. and yeah think about it like i mean i don't know about you guys but you know i didn't know anything at 17 i feel mm. like I, I felt like i did thought i, I did but mm. yeah tracy was perfect <laughs> just to be clear um, no, no but it's just I gotta think, be hard to yeah. just have a kid you're scared like like if you really put yourself in that situation it's kind of like yeah. whoa like definitely mm -hmm. understandable what mm -hmm. the heck what you know what did you, what would she have done yeah, you just well, and it's funny because before we knew that she was kind of driven away, instead yeah. of she handed the baby off and went off on her own to follow her career, which we thought abandonment, which we thought at yeah. the beginning, and so, but we still were giving her allowances. We're like, oh, you know, maybe it's going to be like, you know, some people aren't built for parenthood, or some people, you know, some people think it's best for their child to do that. I know. Yeah. We were, we, we were a, trying to like give this character the every of the doubt. yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we wanted to like her. Oh, the other aspect that didn't age well, here we go, <laughs> is the lack of an epilogue. Oh, yeah. It just kind yeah. of ended. It just stopped. Yeah. I hate that with movies yeah. that they do that. Yeah. And I feel like it's that's very, we've seen a lot of older movies that just end. Mm -hmm. And we're used to having closure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We no. want to see, you know, the grandmother, you know, get annoyed at the whole situation or Richie and Susan, like, get married, or... Fred find you know. a new woman. Right. <laughs> yes. Or Bunny get his yes. money back. Yeah. Bunny cashing his check. Right, <laughs> right. right. Something. Right. Any of that. Or, yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Wait a minute. How has this movie influenced modern movies? 
Anybody have? Oh, go, go for I didn't it. Want, I was going to say. No, go. I didn't want to take yours. Take it. I did get, it was kind of after you mentioned it though, the parent trap vibe. That totally, and you know what though? It would have, it would have come naturally because I was like, wait a minute. This is totally what happened in the movie that we just watched mm-hmm. not so long ago. Mm-hmm. The original parent trap where yeah. the children slash younger generation locks the two parents in a house or whatever sticks them together they were once married or Mm -hmm. whatever you know and they're trying to get them back together Mm -hmm. but it's i guess maybe this would be the thing that influenced parent trap uh yes unless like time i don't know when the books came out oh yeah both based on books oh yeah yeah see that changes things Mm -hmm. so well, one's German and one's not. Who knows? They're both German. I, I think, think it's just a... I think well, one's Russian. one's German, too? This one is German. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did see a German name in there. Yeah. I, I thought the other one was Russian. It just... I wrote, it's a story type. Yeah. Yeah. That's It's just a trope. A, yeah. yeah. Trope. The other thing that reminded me a lot of The Parent Trap was she got along really well with the with the help. Yeah. yeah. And I yes. always, I always love it when somebody is really friendly with the butler and the housemaid and like, oh, I remember you. They like, you know, they loved each other. I, yeah. I appreciated that. And that was very Parent Trap. It was. And you, I think that goes to a, the character that you're supposed to like them because mm-hmm. if, if the help likes them, mm-hmm. then they're, they're good, good people. people. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of getting that vibe. I was like, oh, everyone loves her. Yeah. She's obviously not a piece of crap for manipulating everybody. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> One last note. If I love it. Says the girl who had no notes. Yeah. I had no notes. And it was just, you got me sparked up. <laughs> like, now I'm writing stuff down again. If Julia had kept the baby, Julia would have, it would have been Gypsy. Mm. Julia would have turned into Mother Rose mm-hmm. and Susan would have been doing the circuit. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. Note roundup. Um, so she sang a couple of songs on the vaudeville stage. I, she wasn't necessarily a singer. You could kind of tell she, she did good. She did admirably, but she had a deep voice and I actually really liked it. Maybe that was the Greta Garbo feel we were getting. Maybe. Uh, right? Maybe. Yeah. Her, her yeah. voice. Mm-hmm. Very distinct. Not ladylike and meek. Mm-hmm. Regular, like a human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a human being. Human being. <laughs> I have... One note here that said, all about the arms, Fred. Uh, I like arms. <laughs> we know. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what's she talking about? Yes, the muscles. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he was able to, okay. He was able to take one arm and. Okay. Yeah. I almost I forgot about that scene. I don't know if it was scene. real or not, but hey. He was definitely it. being lifted up by. No, he did it by himself. Oompa Loompas. He could have done it by himself. I would have bought that. Yeah. It was well, the next stunt that he did that I was like, ooh, is he really doing that? There's, there was one of them at least he did because if, you could see his feet. If, I mean, maybe wires we couldn't see, but. If that vitamin postcard was an accurate depiction of his body, then the answer is yes to all the stunts. <laughs> because, and also, I didn't think they had spray tans back in the 30s, but apparently they did, or 40s. Well, and let's, let's not forget, there was, a, there was a scene where he was showing off and he lifted up Walter Pigeon in a chair and like walked around with him. <laughs> like it was no big deal. Like it was nothing. Yeah. It's like, don't worry. It's folks. the legs. It's the legs. 
Oh my god. He's like, yeah, and then my dad would beat the snot out of me if I spilled the drop of coffee. Like, obviously his dad trained him to be. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Can we talk about the, okay, can we talk about the mothers for a second? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, both of them. Yeah. yeah. They were the same, Brutal. but different. They, they were. were. Like, in different classes, but they were the same. Um, I was annoyed that William's mother didn't get her comeuppance. Yep. As you say. Yep. The term. What's that? Like, she doesn't get, like, she was the manipulative one and she never got in trouble for it. Yep. Just like William didn't get in trouble for anything. Right. Well, I'm but hoping that once they've rekindled their marriage that they can move her to the cottage. <laughs> <laughs> that Make Jameson deal with him. I I really feel, or like, you know, build a new wing and get her own, her own quarters. <laughs> All right. Do we want to introduce our new question? We thought this would be a fun little addition to our, our list of questions. I like fun. If we were any of the characters in the movie, which character would we be? Ooh, I like this. I like this. This was a Tracy's idea. We needed a fun, yeah. you know, we get very serious. This was a lighthearted thing, and here mm-hmm. we are talking about, like, I'm getting serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we took it to a new level. I know. I like the light. I like the fun. All right. Um. Okay. Let me let me think about this. Yeah, all right. You guys. For a second. Firmed up. All I right. Just of it. So are we gonna like like do all of Tracy, all of Betsy? Yeah. All of, okay. Yeah. Okay. Who's first? All right. Oh, it was my question. Do me first. All right. Tracy mm-hmm. is Jameson. Who's Jameson? He runs the cabin up in the mountain. Oh, oh my God. Lover sexual. (laughs) Oh my God. Listen, you know that that would be the perfect job. They never go up to that cabin. His job is to just like live up there. That is impossible because that's who you are. (laughs) I cannot. Well, you guys are almost the same person. So actually had you, you were like, I can with a bear. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. I could picture you both. Lumber jacking it up in the. All right, did you have anybody as Jamie? Is that the person? Yeah. Yeah. No, I forgot about him. Damn. Who did you have for a Tracy? Yeah, who did you have for me? Fred. (laughs) Yep. Yep. She said I love Fred so many times. That's fair. That's fair. And that was the first one I I came up with. I will give her a half point because I called myself Ma. What was her name? Oh my God. I almost put that for Serena. I'm like, she's a. She's an acrobat who drinks a lot. Yeah, I'll take her. <laughs> you know what? Yep. Actually, I I could see a little bit of myself in her. <laughs> Just happy-go-lucky. Yep. Just doing her thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So you had me for, uh, you had Jamie for me. I had me. Jamie for you. Who did you have for me? I had Richie. Okay. And the yeah. reason okay. is because he was um, a painter and therefore crafty mm-hmm. as you are. Mm-hmm. I he almost actually, actually put that for her too. He, it he, took me a He crossed minute. my mind for me too, yeah. actually. Yeah. That's interesting. Because kind of funny, punny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're like, yeah. I'm great right. guy, great, okay. great guy all around, you know? Um, I put for myself, I put Daisy. <gasps> mm. Is that the, that's who I put for myself. That's who I put for you! <laughs> <laughs> no. Why did you? All right, you explain for Dave, Daisy is the the lady the in the kitchen. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. All right. I don't know. I always. I always. Um, That's so funny. I always connect with the the housemaid who's just like yep. she's just there doing her shit, like yep. getting everything done. Getting done. She's you know she like loves the family, but yeah, I don't know. You know she's why also like her? a nanny. She is. That's why I. That's she's why almost I like a nanny. Her. And it's the wink she gives her. <laughs> she. 
I don't know why. I'm like, yep, Serena. No. Do you, are, are you ready to know who I had as Serena? The floating head woman. <laughs> oh my god. Is this why you're in hysterics? That is actually. Oh, I forgot about her. That is actually oh, good. That, that is, that's. Hey, better than the sea lion. Listen. Better I than almost, the seal. I was like, no, because she loved the sea lion. She was like talking about yep, him and yep. stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. So yeah, I had Daisy because of the kitchen. He like but. touched her and he was like, hi. And she's like, oh, sorry. I thought you were. And she goes, I know. Yeah. The, I, yeah. I know. Okay. I know. That is Serena S. <sighs> okay, that's a good game. That was a good game. That was. We will continue to do this. That was so good. wait, hold on. So one more time. Who? Give me all three of yours. I had. How do you pronounce the last name? Giuseppo. What is it? The uh, Gineco. Gen. Gineco. Gen. Gineccio. Gineccio. Ginocchio. I had Bob <laughs> For you. Yeah. Okay. And then I had. Okay. So I almost did that, and it's kind of funny oh, that you didn't you, say me yet. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, you're Fred. Oh, yeah, okay. But you're Fred, but also Fred is, like, uh, of that. I would give you a half point for that, I feel like. Because she made him, and she's maybe the female version of him, Mm -hmm. in a way. She's fighting for her points. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting for her points. Yeah, so so that, okay, so continue. So that was you. And then I put Jamie for Betsy. Yeah. That's fair. I I don't like people. Yeah, no. (laughs) I like bears. Yeah, I figured. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't think about that person. I forgot about that character. I literally, I, I forgot completely. If had I remembered that character, I probably would have <sighs> potentially even put both of you for that. Yep. yep. Damn. And then I had Daisy for Serena, and that's who you put for yourself? Yeah, I put it for myself because I'm always in the kitchen at mm. work, mm. carrying a little bit. Give a wink to the kids. Okay, go play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, see ya. But, All right, so does... <sighs> and then do, say yours again, too. Sorry, I'm like, I already yeah. forgot. Um, I had you as the floating head woman, <laughs> Tracy okay. as Jamie, as Jameson, and me as Daisy. Okay. That's so funny. And then who did None I of us put oh, you're Richie. Julia, William, or Susan. Yeah. I know. I kept trying to peg one of you as Susan. I actually was going to put Susan in the future for you mm-hmm. because, not saying you'd slit someone's throat, but I was thinking about the last movie, <laughs> and I was like, you know... I don't know. It's just, oh it's just a continuation. Yeah. Oh, same universe and that Susan in the future is in yeah, that watch. Yeah. So I was like, oh, she could be. And because I was, it, it was honestly, like, it was like the darker hair. And I was mm-hmm. like, mm, maybe Bets. And I'm like, nah, not Bets. Maybe in the future, Susan, uh, you know, Nightwatch. So. In 30 years, you guys watch out. Yeah. No, seriously. She's. Oh, oh my God. No, don't do her wrong. Oh, that was funny. All that was right. good. good. I game. like. Good I game. love good that game. new question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. The martini shot. Would you recommend this movie? Yes. I'm saying yes. No caveats. I actually wrote down um, yes because rom-com and funny and laughter. Okay. Tracy. I put no. Ooh. I enjoyed it. We laughed. But there was no, like, reason for me to mm-hmm. say, oh, it was really, like, mm-hmm. I did like the Greer Garson. I'm actually curious to see mm. more of her movies. It was not a murder I mystery. I saw Elizabeth Taylor. She is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. seeing like the beginning of her career. But there was no it factor mm-hmm. in this that makes me say, please go watch this mm-hmm. movie. Again, I thoroughly enjoyed it. We had a lot mm-hmm. to say, more than I thought we would on this. But yeah. no. 
Uh, I'm going to say no as well. <laughs> God, what is it? Every time, I'm like, oh, I love this movie. And you put, you both are like, <laughs> It's because it's not a murder mystery or no. like plot twisty, maybe. <laughs> I, I didn't appreciate the character. And you, and that is usually what it comes down to for me is I need to have dynamic three-dimensional characters uh, who I can root for. And that really wasn't this. Actually, I can see that. I'm like that too. Like the 2D Elizabeth Taylor. Mm. She's gorgeous. She definitely had talent. She could have done more. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't know if it was the casting or like the director or whatever, but it was also the beginning of her career right. too. But. Right. I agree with you on that front. Mm-hmm. I did kind of like it because it was kind of not saying like brainless or, or but, it was no, but it was like light. It was light. Yeah. yeah. It was fl- and I'm there interested is, in fluff occasionally. Yes. There There's is a time and place to say it, about yeah. movies like that. And that's what I actually requested. Mm. Yeah. Just a fun and yes. So. A little fluff, a little peanut butter. <laughs> get a, you get a fluffanutta. You get a fluffanutta. <laughs> All right. She's like, that's a wrap. Yeah, I think that is a wrap. I think it's about it for this It's been a wrap. We're just on another level. Thanks for joining us. We'll be posting what our next movie will be on Twitter tomorrow, so head on over there and hit that follow button. You can also follow us on Instagram. Our handle for both is at themoviemillies. To find more great episodes, head on over to our website, www.millennialsatthemoviehouse.com. So until next time, we're millennials, and we'll see you at the movie house. Literally almost forgot. (laughs) 